a listener production. This podcast was created in partnership with Fantastic Furniture. Hi, I'm renovation expert Cherie Barber and this is Transform Your Home. On this episode, I'm going to share with you how you can use the power of colour to transform your homes. But with so many millions of colours available, how do you choose the right colour for your room that fits your overall design? Now, I'm going to start off with a pretty bold statement here. Your colour choices will be one of the most critical components of your interior makeover. In fact, the colours you choose throughout your home will pretty much make or break your whole interior design look. And I'm not just talking about the paint colour you choose for your walls. It filters right down to your fabric and your furniture choices, the rugs you choose, the cushions you place on your sofa, the colour of your lampshades, your curtains, the whole shebang. Now, the big challenge for most homeowners is there's a thousand shades of blue and a thousand shades of green, for example, and choosing the right shade could be the difference between a lovely, relaxed vibe in a room versus one that makes you really anxious. It's definitely going to help you with your colour choices if you can do two things. One, get a basic grasp of colour theory and what colour combinations are likely to work well together. And two, you understand a little bit about how certain colours affect our moods. And that's what we're really going to focus on in this episode. There's actually a science to choosing successful colour combinations if you have a basic grasp of what's called colour theory. Now, cast your mind back to school. You might recall learning about three sets of colours, primary colours, red, yellow and blue. I'm going to repeat it again, red, yellow and blue. And every single other colour in the world descends down from those three primary colours. You then have your next colour tear down, which is your three secondary colours, And you get those colours by mixing two of those primary colours together. So, for example, if you mix red and yellow together, you get what colour? Orange, which is one of the three secondary colours, as is the colours green and violet. And then your next tier down are your tertiary colours. And, yep, you guessed it, these are the ones that you get by mixing a primary colour with a secondary colour. Say, for example, if you mix red plus orange, that gives you brown. By continuing that process down, you end up with almost limitless variations in colours. In fact, you get all the colours in the world from that very process. Now, I know what you're thinking. Your eyes are glazing over. You're saying, Cherie, how does all of that help me choose the colours for my home? Well, the thing is, it's not going to make much sense to you unless you can visually see colours working together. In fact, I want to tell you there was a very clever Isaac Newton. He was the famous mathematician back in 1666. He actually developed a thing called the colour wheel, which is a really simple way to visually illustrate how colours work in combination with each other. He actually realised that colours were just like notes of music that make up chords, which in turn create songs. So he actually proved that there was actually a science to colour. There was nothing random about it at all. So he developed this little thing called the colour wheel, which is where he placed all the primary, secondary and tertiary colours together, which add up to 12 segments, sort of like the segments of an orange. 
So what would be really handy right now is if you can jump online and Google Colour Wheel. You see this Colour Wheel thing that I'm talking about? It's the holy grail of working out compatible colour combinations purely based on where certain colours sit on that Colour Wheel, whether they sit side by side or whether they sit opposite each other using those primary, secondary and tertiary colours. So this is the process of how interior designers work out their colour schemes and this is how you, my friends, are going to work out the perfect scheme for your home. So what are those winning combos? Well, basically they fall into three main categories. The first colour scheme is called complementary or contrasting colour schemes. And these particular colours, they sit opposite each other on the colour wheel. This is a really striking, high contrast combination that you can use in your home if you want a really vibrant effect. So for example, red and green, they sit completely opposite each other on the colour wheel. So if you were making over your lounge room, for example, you might use soft pink cushions on your sofa. Keep in mind that soft pink is a tint of red but you might combine that with something like a deep green rug or deep green cushion. So green and red sit opposite each other on the colour wheel. So that's where you get that complete contrast that somehow works together. The next main colour combination is analogous colour scheme. And these combination of colours sit next to each other on the colour wheel, not opposite. For example, if you choose yellow and the next colour along on the colour wheel is yellow-orange, and then you have orange-red. Because these colours are clustered next to each other on the colour wheel, they're naturally going to be harmonious together. A typical analogous colour scheme shouldn't contain more than three to four colours, though, or you're just introducing too much colour. So, for example, under an analogous colour scheme, you might choose a big artwork piece for your lounge room that has lots of orange in it. You might have an orange rug on your floor, but then you'd team it with yellow cushions on your sofa as these colours all sit side by side on the colour wheel. So think of an analogous colour scheme as similar colours on the colour wheel all grouped together. Then there's the monochromatic colour scheme. Now mono, of course, it just means one. A monochromatic colour scheme is usually combined with white, black or some neutral for a bit of contrast. So what you're doing here is using just one colour, say for example, navy blue, and then by adding either white to lighten that colour up or choosing a darker colour, grey or black, to deepen the colour, you're getting tonal shades of the same colour. So choosing your colour scheme strategically, it's just basically a game of spin the wheel. Coming up, I'm going to take you through how to choose the right colour scheme for the right room. Okay, so when you're selecting a paint colour for your home, it's so important that you know that colours fall into one of two categories. They're either going to be a warm colour or a cool colour. Now, warm colours, they evoke warmth because they remind us of things like the sun or fire. So typically your warm colours tend to be your reds, oranges, yellows, beiges, or creamy colours. They're your warm colours. On the flip side, Your cool colours, they remind us of things like the water and nature. So your cool colours tend to be your purples, your blues and your greens. Cool colours can definitely create a soothing effect in a space, 
replicating a feeling of nature that brings the outside in. Now, when you're making over your home, you've got to keep in mind that warm colours tend to make spaces advance inwards. So it's a really great colour scheme if you have a much larger room where you want that room to appear smaller, more intimate. So for example, if I had a really big lounge room, I'd be more inclined to paint it maybe in a cream colour to make it come inwards, to make it feel cosier. Whilst cool colours, they actually have the opposite effect. They push rooms outwards that affect someone's perception of depth in a room. So cool colours are a great colour choice for making small rooms feel a lot larger, more spacious, such as your small bathrooms, your bedrooms and living rooms. And let's face it, a lot of Australian houses have small rooms. That's why cool colour schemes are so popular these days. But you've got to avoid using cool colours in rooms that are already large because using cool colours will make those rooms feel larger and therefore less intimate, more sparse. Now, there's one other tiny little thing I need to tell you. When you're looking at the colour wheel, you have two sides, warm colours, cool colours. At the junction of where the warm and cool colours meet, those colours either side, they mix to form a hybrid, which means those colours can be both warm and cool, depending on how much tint is in those colours. So for example, yellow greens or red and violets are hybrid colours that can be either warm or cool, depending on their mix. So now we're going to talk about the most popular paint of all, white. Whites tend to fall into two categories, warm whites and cool whites. Now in paint, cool whites have a grey, blue or green undertone, so they can look really fresh, really crisp, really contemporary on a lot of walls. They're really good for rooms that get lots of natural light, like those north-facing rooms. Big modern spaces like open plan and industrial warehouses can handle a really cool white. Warm whites, on the other hand, they have a yellow-brown base, so they give off warmer hues naturally. They're probably more suited to older-style homes that have a bit more heritage character with fixtures like polished floorboards, for example. So now that you know which rooms are good for warm and cool whites, the good news is the major paint companies, they've made it super easy. They've already broken down their websites and their in-store brochures into those two categories. All you need to do is go into the paint store, pick up the brochures, and they've already done the hard work for you. Now, as a very experienced renovator, I want to teach you a little trick for choosing the perfect white. Let's say you get five white paint swatches. I want you to paint those five colors on your wall. When you stand back, they'll all look the same. But a little trick is to get a piece of white paper, just your photocopy of paper, put it against those colours and you'll start to see the underlying tones. What look white to you at eye level, you'll start to see looks yellow white or green white. And that's how you get down to the process of choosing your perfect white. Now, I mentioned earlier colour psychology, how colour affects your mood. Warm colour schemes are your reds, your yellows, oranges, beiges, your creamy colours, mimicking those colours of the fire and sun. Cool colour schemes are the blues, the greens, the greys that mimic nature and water. So warmer colours such as reds, oranges and yellows, they tend to awaken your senses. They trigger those emotions of activity and happiness. 
They remind us of the heat and sunshine. So those sorts of warm colours are great for the social or the noisy areas of your home, such as your lounge room, your rumpus room, your dining room, your kitchen areas, where you really do want to stimulate conversation and that real sense of activity amongst people. On the other hand, cooler colours such as your blues, greens and greys, they tend to relax us. They create that beautiful, restful, serene feeling. So they're really great colour choices for rooms such as your bedrooms or your study if you have one in your home. So let me give you some real examples. Orange is not a great colour for your bedrooms. Being a warm colour, it will awaken your senses in that room where you want to create a feeling that's the complete opposite. In your bedroom, you want to create a more restful feeling, serenity, so that you're naturally lulled to sleep every single night. So in your bedroom, you'd be so much better off choosing a colour from the other side of the colour wheel, the cool colours that sit on the blue-green spectrum. And remember, you can have thousands of colours under these colour ranges. The final thing to remember is that natural light has a huge impact on colour, which is why you always want to try and paint a test patch on your wall first before you go and buy all your paint. Try and view it at many different times of the day before you commit to the colour. You'll actually be amazed to see how the colour changes under different light conditions. How that shade of blue looks mid-morning can be almost unrecognisable from the colour you see in the late afternoon sun or at night when you turn the lights on. Now, in a north-facing room, the light is brighter, so darker colours will appear lighter. In a south-facing room, the light is less intense, so therefore darker colours may look even darker. Now, if you are pulling that room together, interior designers, they use what's called the 60-30-10 rule. Basically, what that means is that when you're choosing a colour scheme, use 60% of your room in a dominant colour, 30% in a secondary colour, and 10% in an accent colour. So that means no more than three colours in your rooms typically, otherwise they risk just looking too visually busy. So here's how that works. Your 60% main colour in your room includes things like your walls, your sofa, the major colour of your rug or flooring, or in a kitchen, maybe that's your cabinetry, the things that take up visually the most space in your room. The next 30% of colour is your secondary colour. Think of that like a support actor in a film. He or she is usually a little bit bolder than the main colour, but the two have to work in partnership with each other or the show will flop. So in this case, it might be you painting a feature wall colour that ties in with your main primary colour. The remaining 10% are your accent colours. They're all the things you get to play around with. I'm talking things like your knickknacks, your picture frames, your candles, your artwork, your throw cushions, all the little things that you can easily swap in and out whenever your heart desires. Okay, so that's it, your introduction to colour. You know the difference now between warm colours, cool colours, you know a bit more about the colour wheel. You're definitely going to be able to walk into the paint store and pick your colours with a lot more strategic thought. In the next episode, we're going to be tackling logical layouts, how you get your furniture placement right, which is pretty important. Transform.
Transform Your Home was created in partnership with Fantastic Furniture. Written and presented by me, Cherie Barber. Producer, Alex Mitchell. Sound production by Darcy Thompson. For more episodes, simply search Transform Your Home podcast. Listener.